You are listening to Intuition, Your First Sense. I'm Vicki Baird, your intuitive life and development coach. VickiBaird.com, it's time to be your best. It's time to reconnect with your first sense. Trust in your gut, it's the real thing. Let's see what your future brings. Time to let the fun commence. Intuition, your first sense. This week, I would love to talk about the things that go bump. Now, this has several different connotations for me because as I'm sure it just came up in your head was the things that go bump in the night. And yes, we're going to cover that. But this is also about the things that go bump within yourself because that intuitive self, that first sense that is always present within us, has a tendency to poke. And we need to pay attention to those pokes because they bring so much brilliance with them. And I have found that my intuitive self speaks to me the loudest when I'm bumping into issues in my life. And when I'm bumping into a situation where growth is possible, there's growth possible in everything, but I do think an occasional float along is nice too. So the use of your intuition when you're feeling conflict, when you're feeling like, I don't know what the heck I'm doing here as a human. And if you haven't felt that, you're lying to yourself. So let's just bring some truth into all of this. So when you tap into that, first of all, the idea that you have intuition and that there's a knowing within you that speaks volumes and has all these lifetimes of information with it, you can start to trust when you're feeling a resistance within yourself. And you know that feeling of, you agree to go to a party, but you know, I don't really want to go to that party, but you do it anyway, and then you spill something on yourself, or you get a flat tire on the way, and you're like, see, if I'd listen. Now, as we've said before, this is evidence. Pay attention to that evidence, because something within you said, this is probably not going to be the best time at this party, and had you just said, thank you, Uh, it's an honor to be invited, I will not be making it, go authentically or don't go at all. And this way of connecting with that voice that's inside, whether you feel it, you hear it, you sense it, it just drops in, whatever mechanism in which it speaks to you, if you get used to feeling that bump or that, that resistance or that it's almost like you're trying to drive with the gas and the brake on at the same time. Like you're, you're forcing yourself to move forward, but you can almost feel that force field that's in front of you that's saying, might you want to consider some other avenue? And when you listen to it, those bumps will give you turn left, turn right, you know, stay straight. Ask more questions. Maybe you just need more information. It's not, it doesn't have to be a definitive no. It could very well be that you don't have all of the factors in place. So because everything is energy, that slight hesitation that you're feeling is a ball of energy that's just trying to get your attention. 
So pay attention to it and it will calm down. And then you can listen to your own cognitive knowledge and have them work very well together. And I think this is one of the greatest skills we can develop because then when you're sitting in a job interview or you're sitting across from someone on a date or you're uh, thinking about where to go on vacation, you'll feel that that hesitancy or that resistance within you. And if you start paying attention to it, you will save yourself loads of time and frustration because your true self is just trying to get you to line up and to be in a space of happiness in this lifetime. So start listening in whatever form that takes for you because we're all individuals and we all perceive energy differently. No one person is going to read or interpret the same as another person. It's just not possible. So figure out what works for you and then start practicing that and working with it every day. And to the simplest activity of should I take this route to work or should I go that route? That will strengthen it and it gives you, you know, intuitive abs of steel. So then you can depend on them for your uh, stability in this life. So the things that go bump in the night, the other one that everybody wants to know about because I don't know of one person who hasn't experienced something in energy form or in uh, that feeling like somebody's around and to the truly the, the things that do go bump in the night and you're home all alone and you hear that and you go, okay, not getting up to check. Uh, get up to check. It's kind of fun. So because everything is energy, once you leave your physical self, you become pure positive energy. And yeah, you do kind of float around because there's no physical body. So there's the orbs that you might see in pictures are a good depiction of what, if we capture the energy in its truest form, what it looks like. They do, <laughs> spirits, those who have crossed, and we will all get there. So lighten up about that croaking process, okay? Spirit, when you're in non-physical energy, you are able <laughs> to move around. You are able to walk through walls and all of that kind of stuff. The What I consider the bump in the night is often that soul who hasn't perfected their landing. So one of the things about being pure positive energy is that we have to work our way through this very dense universe that we live in as physical beings. So if you think of everything as having atoms and molecules and they're all bouncing around, the table is more solid and slow moving than you are because you have cells and you can move your body and you can uh, give off energy where a table, not so much. Um, so everything has a different frequency to it. So when we're in physical form, we're obviously much more dense. And then when you pass, you become pure positive energy. And if you want to, there's a choice from the soul. You can absolutely visit those people that you love, places that you'd like to go. It's very cheap because you just bounce yourself wherever you want to go. 
Um, and I do believe, and I've experienced, and I did many years working primarily as a medium, that those who cross, including ourselves, are actually in the, <laughs> the best form that we can be. This human part is actually where we're learning a lot and we're challenged and we're, we have resistance and we're stubborn. When you're in pure physical form after you pass, it's not like you know everything. You don't. You're still in process. You have whatever you did in this lifetime, you still have a continuation of that and what you would like to learn. And that allows for the visits. And that allows for the desire, I think, that we have as a spirit to visit those that we love. And I feel that there's a misconception that when you pass, you're simply there to <laughs> dote on those who are here and to always be available and to 24-7 um, only be thinking of those in the physical form. Well, that's ego. And that's our ego. That's not the case. There's just no time on the other side. So it's, you get a lot more accomplished when there's no time. So the bumps in the night, what happens is when you're that high frequency soul, you have to lower your vibration, kind of go into slow-mo in order to be perceived in our realm and or this plane. There's many different words for it. I tend to use realm because it feels applicable to me. And I like to think of it as like a gobstopper. There's all these different realms. And in a future episode, I'll be talking about that. So when the souls lower their vibration coming into this plane, um, sometimes it's a very quick slam on the brakes and didn't see that nightstand there and I'm so sorry and who moved that and tripped over the dog. Like it really does happen. So it's more that their landings become challenging in figuring out what that energy is. So when I used to do a lot of the medium readings, what I did was I raised my frequency up so they didn't have to come down so far in their frequency so that we could, kind of like when you're tuning a radio, like you're not going to get 89.5 if you're over there on 96.2. So you have to tune your frequency to what station you want to hear. So when someone came in, I don't want to hear the station of everybody who's ever crossed because Oh, talk about noise. I want to hear the frequency of those in your experience. So I would tune my energy up and then and then fine tune it to the people I was working with so that I could get those pertinent to them. Now, this is actually easier for me in a group of hundreds of people than it is for one person sitting across from me. And the reason being is that if your, you know, Grandma Betty was a big mouth on this side, I promise you she's a big mouth on the other side. <laughs> so when you're in a big group, those souls that have a lot of personality, I always say, Lord, help the ones that have been in my life because I will be coming through to you. And I know how to do it from both sides. So, uh, so in a larger group, that 
it becomes a beacon of light, like I was talking about in the, the photos, and that orb just pulls you in. So if you have the benefit of little people in your life, they often see these souls more readily and more accepting than we do and those of us who may have been programmed to think you didn't have an imaginary friend. If you had an imaginary friend, I promise you, you had a spirit friend. So uh, with the exception of mental health issues. So if you had that being that was in your room and gave you comfort and everything, you can be assured that you had visits from the other side. And how cool is that? So a lot of the times we've been taught that this is scary. And I'll tell you, in all the years I've been doing it, I have only run into energy that didn't feel great when I went looking for it, meaning when I used to clear houses, because there can be a collection of energy that is man-made, that is not pretty to run into, which is why I don't clear houses anymore, uh, because I realized I want to keep my frequency right where it's in love and it's in appreciation and it's in fun. And yes, there's sadness, but you pretty much vibe there. So if you have been lying in bed and you felt the bed depress a little bit, uh, somebody's visiting. Most of the time, these will be loved ones. There are times and locations where I've seen that there's a, I call it a high traffic area. <laughs> so sometimes there are runways of those who are crossing. So it's just, and there are many ways you can handle that. And that's covered more in a class than it is in a podcast format. But um, the acceptance of the fact that you are picking up on that, try to take a deep breath, have appreciation for it, and realize that it's not frightening. This is an example of love that's coming from the spirit world that they, I think a little bit of nosiness too, and that's kind of cool, uh, that they want to know what's going on for us. Um, I'd like to be clear in that when we cross, we don't feel a deficit. We don't feel like we're missing out on anything. And I hear this a lot, and especially after Howard passed, people would say, well, he's, he's not seeing Kenzie grow up, or he's not going to be part of this event in your life. I promise you he will be part of it because he was practicing how to haunt people before he crossed. So uh, when, you, when you live in my house, we have a much more open perspective of these things. So, But there's not a deficit. And the reason I'm saying that is I would like people walking around having their heart filled with appreciation for those that were in their life rather than feeling like something's been taken from someone. The other expression I heard was he was too young. And I don't subscribe to that. I believe that when, before we come in, we have signed a contract. When we're coming in, who we came into, because we do choose our parents, and um, the delivery methods sometimes, and choosing who raises us, but also how did we get here. And I believe that we've already chosen with some variability when we will cross. 
So it's hard. Of course it's hard when you hear that a young soul has passed. But I often think, wow, they must have been an older or experienced soul because they didn't need 80 years, 90 years to figure this whole thing out. So high five to those. When Howard was crossing, I made him high five me all the time because I'm like, good job, dude. You completed your contract. Um, you know, and then I left the room, had a meltdown and I came back <laughs> and had him. I actually had him do that quite a few times. So spirit activity is not something to be afraid of. You have every right to say, beat feet, get out. Don't want to talk to you right now. I am trying to sleep. Um, you have every right to do that. And I have not experienced a time where that didn't work because they do not understand human function anymore. They don't care when you're involved in fun stuff or in the bathroom or anything like that. They're not hovering, people. It's not all about you. Just, well, your life is, <laughs> in general, it's not all about you. But in the spirit world, it's also not all about you. So when you're considering expanding your first sense, it's very likely that you could pick up on some of this energy that's in the uh, field around you. It's very possible that your satellite dish becomes so sensitive that you, you smell somebody's perfume as they go by. Um, or you just feel, sometimes people feel it as a drop in their solar plexus, and that's because the energy field, your energy field has been so affected that it literally took you on a little bit of a roller coaster ride and, and dropped you down. Pay attention to all of that stuff because if you're communicating with them, it brings a piece of a P-E-A-C-E -E, to your life that I think helps calm us about this human experience. So it's not that you'll have to be fending off all of this. I really do believe that everybody can communicate with those who are connected to their heart center who have crossed, but I do not believe that everybody has the medium antenna. Um, and I also don't believe that it should be forced. So just because you want to do it so bad, be mindful of the programs and stuff that are out there that promise you you can do that because there is energy in everything. So it's it, entirely possible you could become overstimulated and in a learning situation like that. Be very selective about who you're learning with. If you are experiencing this left, right, you know, find somebody that can mentor. Find somebody that can help you understand it. But most of all, have fun with it. So um, we're going to take a little break now. And I would like you to consider and to think back in your experience, where have you or have you felt the presence of another in your field? And uh, how did you respond to it? Um, and just to take that into your physical sense so it becomes less of an abstract. And we'll be right back. If you're listening to this podcast, it's because of Anchor. 
Anchor is an app that literally makes this podcasting experience so easy. It's free and there is a creation tool right inside the app and it'll send it out to all the platforms for you. It has made this process seamless and something that actually helped me to really be excited about getting all the shows out to you because it didn't take a whole new degree in technology. So feel free to download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started on your own podcast and let me know what it is so I can listen to it. Welcome back. Did you enjoy that process of considering that you too have this ability to perceive other energy fields that exist in our world? Uh, Because it really is something that should be playful. I had a friend tell me just this morning that his little guy was in the bathtub and he could, the door was open so he could see into his playroom. And he was talking about how there's someone in the playroom playing with his toys. And um, he was all excited about it and that he could see him. And the, I, I, well, I have the best friends anyway, but the way that he rolled with it was to say to him, oh, really? Like, who do you think it is? Maybe it's Poppy coming to visit or uh, how keeping that curiosity alive and making it natural for them and really listening to what they have to offer brings a sense of security to a kid because this is who you they are. This is who we are. And if you, I think if we acknowledge it, it helps them have strength in other areas. It helps them believe their own inner voice. Kids, most of the time, if they are handing you a line of hooey, they will not remember what they said. So get some details if they can give it to you. And then, you know, later on, if you're talking about it, say, remember when you said that guy had the red shirt on? If they get ticked at you and they say, I said it was a blue shirt, they saw what they said they saw. If they start to embellish a little bit more (laughs) and go on and on and on, yeah, you have a storyteller and develop that too. Uh, Listen to them. Allow them to have a voice in this because it really will then transcend to a space where as a human they feel heard. And they feel validated. And I think as adults in any kid's life, that's our job, um, to help them feel secure in who they are. And then it can um, further enhance what's going on. And if they try out for a baseball team, you know, or if they want to be in uh, student government and they have to get up and have a speech, you know, or give a speech, it'll help them. So... Uh, A fun thing that just happened in the studio is we just had a couple energies walk in and have a seat on the couch. So um, (laughs) not to freak out everybody who's in here, but um, (laughs) that tends to happen when I'm talking about this. And part of the fun for me is watching how other people in the room respond when it happens. And then I... validating to them, you absolutely did just feel that rush that comes through. There's a gentleman that actually 
stays in this uh, complex, and he's very sweet. Uh, so he uh, tends to pop in quite a bit whenever I walk through here. So uh, nice to see you again, bud. Uh, so, <laughs> so it's stuff like that where you may have picked it up but discounted the fact that it was happening because you just didn't take the time or maybe it wasn't validated back to you as a human. So um, what I'd like to talk about now is how you can do that. Like, How can you feel the energy of someone, something um, nearby, and how can you embrace that aspect of yourself? So if you remember from previous or you listened to previous episodes, we talked about the different Claire sisters, where you have the Claire audience, the Claire sentient, the clairvoyant, the clairgustus, and the claircognizant. So if you've practiced and, and kind of tuned into what yours is, when you when I say feel the energy, it's any one of those. I just happen to use the terminology of feel a lot because that's my primary. So it, but any way that you perceive, I should probably say perceive rather than feel. I'm trying to lead you all into my clairsentient category, and that's not fair. So when you pick up on the presence, whether it's in spirit form or whether it's in meeting someone and feeling that they've maybe had a crappy day or they're sad and they're giving you that smile, that's just not true. Pay attention to the shift that happens around you. It doesn't always feel like it's in the physical body. A lot of the times it will be in that aura that's around you. But it'll feel like if you've ever driven up in elevation and your ears start to get really compressed and you feel a little wonky, it's that, it's similar to that. Or it's actually similar to if you have low blood sugar and you start to feel a little dizzy, it also feels like that. So you can see why a lot of the times we discount it because it's so subtle that you may miss it or think you need orange juice instead of, you know, somebody's field was just interfering in yours. And it's not always those who have crossed. When someone thinks about us, they send off an energy shoot. It's called an etheric cord, like I've mentioned before. If you're open energetically, and all of us are to some degree, some way too open, <laughs> and some, oh, we got to squeak that to pull that thing open a little bit more, but you may feel that coming in. You may feel all of a sudden that you're distracted. Something's going on. Um, and you were completely focused, and then you got pulled away. The first thing I would do there was ask, did, did I have some incoming? You know, did I have an energy instant message that just hit my energy field, and I need to stop and pay attention? Don't take an hour to do this. Take 10 seconds to see if you could feel, <laughs> see if you could feel, use all your senses. See if you can feel that intrusion into your field. I have uh, a person in my life that does this quite often, 
and not always with the highest intention. And a lot of the times I let it go and I'll say, you know, I'll call on Archangel Michael and I'll say, please surround me with white light. Let's give myself a little buffer because even though I know she's doing it intentionally, I don't want to go there. I don't want to be the person who's the brat. Um, but there are other times where I will text her and say, knock it off. And it's because I've paid attention to this over time, I recognize her energy signature. And you can learn to do that. Everybody has an energy signature, like your fingerprint or your, you know, your retina. <laughs> you can learn to scan for somebody's energy print and then you'll know if they're coming in. Now, the other nice thing about that is they're loving connections as well. So sometimes I'll feel my daughter sending out an energy. I haven't, maybe I haven't talked to her in a couple of days and I'll send it back. Yep, thinking of you too, kiddo. And, you know, so it's the, it's telepathy is what it really ends up being. So you can learn to develop that, but you must stop in those moments when you feel it in order to acknowledge it, for it to become stronger, for it to become dependable. There's work in this. Remember I said that back in the beginning? <laughs> so if you have fear around this, if you have doubts around it, that's so normal. Um, so completely sweet of you to have those. And to have the feeling of, oh, that's for other people. This is not for me. I actually like when people say that to me in, and we're in a teaching and student relationship because then I know they're authentic. They don't want to learn this to butt into people's lives. They want to learn it to enhance their own life and then maybe to be more available to other people because the more we take care of our energy field, then we take care of our physical self, the more help I think we can be to the world and the more available we can be. Because you probably don't even realize how many energies are getting into your field right now and exhausting the hell out of you. There's a lot of times when someone comes in for a session or I do it over the phone or FaceTime that I will see, they look like Swiss cheese. They have all these holes in their field and I'm like, that that um, allows your natural energy just to leak right out. And there are psychic vampires in this world. There are people who are need bags and they just know how to hook in and make a withdrawal. I think most people aren't aware they're doing it, but I think it's our responsibility to learn how to discern when somebody's in our uninvited area and it can um, and then ask them to politely leave. So it's acknowledging that someone may be doing it. I, I intend to see it as they don't know they're doing it because I don't want to join in that back and forth. So once you feel that that's there, Take a couple minutes and you'll soon find that Archangel Michael's my dude. I will say, please remove all cords, return their cords to them, return my cords to me. Thank you very much. He likes Elvis. You can do it. Thank you very much. We're going to take a break. I'll see you back here shortly. 
Hey there, Vicki here. Did you know that you can do a session with me virtually? That's right, you don't even have to get your fancy clothes on or go out in public. You can schedule your session online and receive the intuitive reading and coaching at your convenience. I work via phone, Skype, FaceTime, Facebook Messenger, etc. Energy travels and it isn't necessary for us to be in the same room or even country for me to be able to read what is happening and how I can help you. The majority of my clients are all over the US and international and while they haven't been in person, the experience is very personal. This is the gift of the first sense. It is applicable in any communication style, especially technology. To book your appointment, go to vickybaird.com booking. That's V-I-C-K-I-B-A-I-R-D.com slash booking. I so look forward to meeting you. So by doing that and removing the cords, what you're doing is setting yourself in a clean place. You're saying, this is my dance space. That's your dance space. Shout out to Dirty Dancing. And um, that now we're clean. Because when you're clean of your energy field and psychic vampires, again, you will be presenting to the world the best version of you. And then if there's anything tweak, need tweaks right there, get on it. So you can shift this idea of it's not for me by doing tapping, by doing repatterning, by saying statements that you believe. Please do not do affirmations you do not believe. Because if you're saying, I deserve to be a highly intuitive person and you don't believe it, you're actually going to enter uh, vibration into your system of doubt. So back it up. I am learning how to be a highly intuitive person. I am learning gives permission to the brain that, okay, I don't really know what I'm doing here, but I learned to tie my shoes, so there's probably a good chance that I can learn how to do this. So I hope you've enjoyed this and you've realized that, wow, some of the stuff I felt really is happening. And go me, and I'm going to learn a little bit more about this, and hopefully expand my first sense for myself and then help others because I'm so comfortable with who I am, I can be open and sharing with those around. And if the gentleman on the couch sticks around for the next episode, I'll let you know. VickiBear.com It's time to be your best It's time to reconnect With your first sense Trust in your gut It's the real thing Let's see what your future brings Time to let the fun commence Intuition, your first sense Thanks for listening to Intuition, Your First Sense. Remember to follow me online for all the latest news and updates at, at Coach Vicki Baird on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube. Also at VickiBaird.com. That's V-I-C-K-I-B-A-I-R-D.com. This podcast was recorded at Allison Larkin Presents and produced by Josh Reese. Thanks for listening. Make sure to subscribe to this podcast and leave a review so we can stay connected. See you next time.